Welcome to the Context Machine, episode 646. I'm Brian Chaffin. And I'm Jeff Gamut. And Brian, mm-hmm. are you going to do the numeric palindrome? Uh, oh, it is, a, it is a palindrome. Or just let it slide. Oh my God, it is. Yay! 646. Yes, numeric palindrome day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have a website, contextmachine.io. Yeah, you Check can us use out it. there. You can use it to, uh, that's contextmachine.io, to reach out to us. Or you can find us on uh, Bastodon at Context Machine. I'm on Threads at Geek Tales. Yeah, you're pretty active on Threads. Yeah. I, I'm Jay Gamut. I'm on Threads, Mastodon, Instagram. I'm getting better at, at posting stuff on Threads. Yeah, better. Not good, but better. Hey, I hear my mom calling. I got to go. Okay, well, that's fine, because we have joining us today... Barry. Yes. Well, hello. Barry Falk. You know, I, I feel like the credit credibility of our show, or at least the intelligence level, just shot up. Massive leap. Massive <laughs> leap. So Barry is joining us because he also has a Vision Pro, and this is going to be the Vision Pro episode. Yes, indeed I do. Arrived on Friday to a very anxious person who thought... He wasn't going to get it on Friday because UPS sent him a notice saying it has been delayed until Saturday. Hmm. Oh, UPS, I shake my fist at you. Yeah. Have you, uh, I haven't actually had a chance to uh, open mine yet. Have you, have you opened yours, Barry? I ripped it open as soon as I could. Okay. That's right. That's that's what I did too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I was laughing because I cannot imagine any scenario in which, your Vision Pro would have shown up, Brian, and you would have just not gotten around to opening it. <laughs> eh, you know, eventually I'll, I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah. Although I completely ruined your joke because I started laughing right away. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's quite all right. So um, let's see. So two of us have spent some time. I think Barry has, in all honesty, spent more time in his Vision Pro than I have, but we've both spent time in one. Jeff hasn't, so we're going to make Jeff the straight man. Which sounds great. Um, Also, as we record, I am a couple days away from my appointment, my demo appointment at the Boulder Apple Store to uh, to try this out. Oh, and uh, that's cool. Yeah, nice. so yeah, hey anyone, if if uh, you're in Boulder and want to watch me uh, uh, put on a Vision Pro in public and flail around for a few minutes, um, yeah, that that'll be at noon Mountain Time on Wednesday, February seventh, Twenty Ninth Street Apple Store. It'll be great. Um, yeah, I had to lie to get the appointment because they ask you about your prescription. Mm-hmm. And I have a prism value in my prescription. Mm. So I get through all the questions, get to where it asks, do you have a prism value? I said, yes. And it immediately pops up a dialogue and says, confirm that you're ready to cancel your appointment. Ah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so I did not confirm which uh, then takes you back to where you start the the questionnaire about vision 
again. And when I got to the question where it says, do you have a prism value? I said, no. So what the hell are you going to do? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to try it on and see what happens. Um, but, uh, um, I'm not taking a prescription in with me. So they're going to scan my lenses, which will tell them what lenses to put in. Oh, so and you're going to, you're going to be busted. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, they may scan my lenses and be like, yeah, no. Get out. And, and yeah, just kick me out. And uh, and I'd say I've been kicked out of better places than that, but it's That's, an Apple yeah, store. Somewhere. Yeah, it's not really yeah. true. Yeah. And yeah, and really and you would deserve it because you lied. Yeah, but you know, gotta stick it to the man. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> so I also have system. Prescri- uh, I wear glasses. I have a prescription, and because it took my doc uh, more than a week to get my prescription to me, by which I mean I didn't hassle him every day, and then remembered like a week later to like, dude, what what the hell? Send me my prescription. I'm not getting my Zeiss lenses until tomorrow. So I have definitely mm. no, but. I can use so this you thing. lied too. Uh, no. Okay. How about we both withheld vital information? Um, no, I didn't. What are you talking about? I- you didn't give Apple your prescription because you didn't have it. Yeah. So you had to say no. I don't have a prescription. Dude, this is this, 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 you're reaching, man. <laughs> but Where it is a weird be? ordering process, right? Because you say you have prescriptions, but you don't actually upload it at that point. No, you, yeah, it was you a can, separate process. You can upload it, uh, upload it later. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh okay. I, I'm sorry. I actually, some for some stupid reason, thought you knew that. I thought you were just giving me crap. No, I had no idea. Ah, right. And I thought he was giving you crap. Uh, that's uh, that's fair. I mean, you know, any given point that's probably the safer bet but anyway regardless Usually, yeah. i uh definitely feel like I, so my my prescription is not very strong my vision I'm, I'm nearsighted uh but i can sort of see if i screw up my eyes and i have definitely felt like my vision pro is a little bit blurry again because i don't have per, my prescription yet but it was it was definitely usable. I'm I think your your glasses are stronger than mine, Jeff. So I'm I'm really kind of I, I think that's a really safe bet that my glasses are stronger than yours. So I'm wondering how if, if assuming they actually let you do it, I'm wondering how they'll um work for you. Yeah. Well, um just doing my part to make content for more shows. Fair enough. That's that's excellent. Okay, so uh, let's talk about um, let's talk about initial impressions. Yes, sure. And yes. I'm going to go first because I think Barry's going to have something more interesting to say than me. So we'll 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 save him for. for wait, 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 Brian. Brian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that really checks out. I bet he will have something more interesting to say. <laughs> Again, any given okay, time. Okay, carry on. Any given time, that's the safe bet. So um, I found the 
the technology, everything that this thing does, I found it to be amazing. And I'm in and very impressive. And at the same time, with a caveat, I am really struggling to find a use case for myself. Like, I, I don't know when the hell I would use this thing. Okay, this is actually one of the things that, that I wanted to ask both of you, because I'm, I'm very curious about use case. So, Brian, you bought this um, because you wanted to buy it, which is a totally <laughs> valid reason. But you did not, going into this, have a, uh, a predetermined use case. No, and I, I don't think – okay, do you remember me saying when the iPad was introduced, do you, do you remember me going on and on about how I don't, I don't think Apple knows what we're going to do with this yet? Yeah, uh, do I you, do, actually. Do, do, you yeah. actually, do you actually actually remember that? I do because well, I remember you and I both had discussions about this. We ended up having a similar discussion when Apple Watch came out. Yes, that's true. That's true. And I remember I did a presentation at um, at CatMac in between the iPad announcement before it shipped, and I remember the, talking about it with them about how Apple doesn't know what we're going to do with this thing. And I feel that it's the same case here. Apple doesn't know what anyone's going to do with the Vision Pro. And I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it ships with any must-have software. I don't think. I don't think the must-have software exists yet. Yeah, I've been wondering about that. Okay, so yeah, Barry, you're hearing my praise for the device. Mm-hmm. And my personal doubts about what the hell I'm going to use it for. Go. Yeah. And I have some similar thoughts that it's not going to replace anything that I have today. I use my iPad, my iPhone, my Mac, and the watch. But there will be cases where I would definitely gravitate towards it. Now, when I first opened it up, new toy, excited. I love to be one of the first people to try new technology and talk about it. And so I spent a good five hours in the first day using a variety of things, whether it was setting up email or sending messages to people. And the two things that I probably found most interesting was that getting used to a new interface took a little bit of getting used to. Uh, Again, as you noted, the technology is amazing and how accurate amazingly accurate the eye tracking is yeah was really cool um but it does take a bit to get used to i'm used to a keyboard trackpad or direct manipulation on the iphone or ipad so here it's different because i'm tapping my fingers or kind of moving my hand up and down to scroll um that took a bit to get used to but it does come fairly quickly and i thought that was neat so i feel that they have spent a lot of time on the user interface But what really got me was anything that was visual, specifically watching movies or videos, that was awesome. Now, why was it for me? Probably because in San Francisco, my place is fairly small. So I don't have a large TV. It's probably 42 inches. Where all of a sudden I have this super high res, unbelievably big screen or multiple screens if I want to watch 
a video here and have messages off to the side, right? I could have many, many different apps. That was cool in that it drove me to the point where every time there was a video link on YouTube and I'm on my Mac or my iPad, I'm like, whoa, whoa, no, I want to actually use my Vision Pro for this because it feels more immersive. And I know that's their word, but it is true. I felt that I'm more part of what I'm watching as just to having something in the background. I don't say it's necessarily a killer app, but it definitely draws me in to the point also where... What? Video? um, Yeah. Okay. And I'm not a 3D movie fan at all. I don't like going to the movies, put on the glasses. It's dark. Um, I just never enjoyed the experience. Sure, it's cool for a few, first few seconds. It is different and much more enjoyable on the Vision Pro because it's not doing the shutter things and stuff. You're getting two full 4K displays to each eye. So it's bright and very natural 3D. Um, as I watched Avengers Endgame, uh, I was immediately sucked into it. And looking at the detail and kind of moving my head around a little bit to feel more 3D, that was impressive to the point where I ended up watching the whole movie where I planned to watch about five minutes. Um, so that's great. Now, it is a individual experience at this point. So that will be interesting to see how that plays out. So if I'm, say, Brian, we get together for something, we want to watch something, there's, we, we could both watch it on Apple Vision Pro, but I think that would be kind of weird. So freaking weird, man. Right? So that is definitely a limiter in terms of its use cases. But again, a lot of people are by themselves or prefer to have alone time. Nothing wrong with that. So I think that's pretty exciting. I really, really enjoyed that aspect. And I found myself pretty much first thing in the morning wanting to play again with different apps to check them out and see what, what's out there. And you're already seeing some new versions of games or utilities or even a YouTube app called Juno uh, by Christian Selig, who wrote the old uh, Apollo Reddit app, which was amazing. Um, again, he's taking his vision and using that glass-like interface of Vision OS and making the YouTube experience much better. And frankly, probably to his benefit that YouTube says, no, you can't use the iPad app. You can use the web, um, but it feels like you're on a browser where uh, this Juno app makes it feel like a very natural version of YouTube and one that I prefer to use. Um, from a gaming perspective, and I'm not a big audio, uh, excuse me, um, AR, VR kind of person where I, I haven't had a lot of familiarity with the Quest or the Oculus. So what little I experienced was fine. But then to put in a game, I think it's, I think it's Super Fruit Ninja. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I mean, the, the whole experience that takes over your whole sight your whole vision and you know i went was wandering around so i stopped to play it says find a big open space so i went to where i figured would be the safest area which is the bedroom in case i fell i'd fall into my bed and it took advantage of the objects in the room so there's a pig in there that jumped up on my bed and just stayed there at the bed level and then as i am destroying fruit it's going on the walls of my room it's going on the door and i'm like it gives it a level of reality that 
most games didn't have before in, in a 2D space, certainly, but even on a 3D space, they are taking advantage of all their optical trackers and whatever LiDAR. And that's cool, too. So I think we're starting to see people going to be very creative in how they uh, develop new applications. So I think, Brian, you're absolutely right. There is no killer app today. But I think it will evolve. And I see this having the longest runway of any Apple device. I easily see this a 10-year thing to get it smaller, more reasonably priced, you know, faster so it can do some more things. Um, and much like the iPad, which I used to read at the very beginning, and has now become my primary productivity tool, I can see this joining that or even replacing that down the road. So that's kind of my first impression. All right. All right, Barry. So one thing that you didn't say, or if you did, I completely missed it. And if I did, then, then I'll blame Brian for that. <laughs> did you have a use case in mind when you got Vision Pro? Not specifically. I prime, primarily thought I'd be using it to watch television slash movies, that that would be something I would enjoy doing. And so far, so it, it has. Okay. All right. I, I've heard some people say $3,500 for an entertainment headset is ridiculous. However, if you price out a really nice uh, 4K big screen TV and the sound system for it, you could be spending more than $3,500. So for some people, I could see where entertainment could be the use case for this, and it would be a more economical way to do it. All right. And it's, it's portable. We're talking about $3,500. Right. But if I set up a system, large screen speakers and all that, great. And sure, it'll probably look as good or not better than the Vision Pro. Sound, I'm sure, would be, would be better, although it's pretty good. But then I want to do that, you know, watching a movie at night or laying on my couch or on an airplane which is, it's going to be interesting to see what people's reactions will be. But I think for a longer flight, um, totally makes sense, right? And it's that ability to say, oh, hang on, I have my messages left on. I see someone message me, pause the whatever I'm watching, and then respond to that message. It, that's neat to me because it allows me to do multiple things and in one place, so to speak. And I think there's a real potential here that down the road, people will choose this as a primary device. Again, not today. You're right. $3,500 is a lot. Um, but I think it, at some point, this technology will shrink. The prices will go down somewhat. And um, pretty exciting to see what they've, they'll, they'll do. For a first generation device, Pretty impressive. Okay, it, it is. It is impressive. But you've touched about on like 15 different things, and I didn't bother taking notes because, you know, me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, th th the reality to me is that this device has made it clear to me that augmented reality will not come on into its on own until we can do it with contacts. Yeah, that, that would be phenomenal, right? Can we get that level of technology down? Maybe. 
Yeah, of I mean, course. certainly uh, not today, right? Uh, but down uh, the road, yeah. Of course, we we can, and we probably will. And although it is also possible that implants will uh, leapfrog the need for contacts, but mm-hmm. I, I I don't even think like the uh, the these device these devices are amazing and they're cool, but they're they're too big. And there, it it's not even a matter of just having this device be smaller. I think that augmented reality needs to be out of our way to be useful, to be true, truly useful. So maybe we're looking to the wrong place for where our augmented reality comes from. Maybe in the end, it isn't actually uh, contacts or an implant or glasses. Maybe it's something else where, where the augmented reality is incorporated into the other elements we're using. And, but similar to the way heads up displays work today. Uh, yeah, that is also a possibility, but I think that, I think that we, we really need to be looking at, um, because the problem with that is that other people can see it too. If, if it's not, if it's not your, if it's not, uh, for your vision, it's for everybody's vision. And that is not particularly useful. It, it, there are certainly some things where that would be just fine. For instance, driving in your car, that's fine, right? But in general, I, th- I think that we do need this uh, uh, the limited to ourselves, for ourselves to be useful. And I think that we need, like, you, you remember um, Apple execs, telling people that one of the reasons why they did the Apple watch was to get our phones out of our face, get our faces out of our phones. <laughs> yeah. There's some right. irony in that now. What's that? Right. Yeah. Right. And I think that the, 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 I, and I'm not criticizing this is not criticism of vision pro because you do have to start somewhere, right. but it, uh, I, we have to get our faces out of our vision pros. <laughs> Yeah, I think the one thing that I didn't care for so much in the ads was the dad playing or he's doing something in the kitchen and the, I think the soccer ball comes at him from one of his kids. And uh, that was a little cringy to me. I think there's, again, a, a point of having it on. And uh, I think it was Joanna Stern did some amazing videos with timers as she was cooking. Yeah, that yes, great. Is great. And that's a great use case. Right. But, you know. It's always a little bit weird when they're interacting with people and you're the only one with the Vision Pro on your head. So I think that is going to be a stigma that will be difficult to overcome initially. And really, I do see this more as a individual device when you're more or less by yourself or you're with your you know geeky friends and they understand. So the, the notion of like a family walking around with these things on is really gross. Yeah, I mean that's that's like everybody's just like uh, it's isolation isolationism in a very gross way. 
And, and, and I think I, some of the other new cases that I see that could come down, because we've talked about, you know, whether it was Google Glass or other hardware, is in the workplace. And there's an interesting area that, as I've been exposed to more and more research over the last couple of years, this device would be, I think, very handy for a scientist who's modeling certain things. Because today, they need huge screens to look at anything from images, from cells, to vast databases. And they need them to be together so they can correlate these different data points. So this could be something that gives them the flexibility to do this in a variety of uh, environments, whether they're in a lab or they're at home. Those kind of things may push, but again, those are our, our niche, niche cases. So interesting to see how this will evolve. But I'll counter I, that. I can just, okay. I'll counter that with what, what would be even more useful for scientists is when an environment can be shared between two or more devices. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely, right? I mean, there's, there's work that's done in isolation, and then there's absolutely collaboration that needs to happen. And this isn't quite there yet. So I'll be curious to see if we're talking several generations down the line, what can we do? Because you have things like SharePlay. It's not really what you're collaborating with right that's just watching the same thing in two different or you know two different views yeah i'm so, assuming what you're talking about here would be uh let, let's say we have three scientists and they're working on some molecular model or something mm-hmm. they're all wearing vision pro they're all in the same room at the same time they see each other they're all seeing the same model yeah in and, the same place and in space can, and they can all interact with it in yes. real time Yes, that sort of thing. Yeah, that yeah. that that will be that that will make uh, that that will be a case where people being together and wearing these things will not be a problem. That will right. just be you know harnessing a tool. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So next we have the fact that despite all my uh, actually I have to back up because. I sh- I think it's fair to point out that my my home workspace includes two Apple Studios. Apple mm. what, what, wait what, what what are these things called? The Apple Studio Monitor. Yes, is that what? It, yeah, it's Mac Studio and an Apple Studio. Yes, right. Yeah. Uh, stu- yeah. Studio Display. Yeah. Studio Display. Thank you. I've got two of those, so I'm freaking privileged as hell, and I've got a forty. 40 inch TV on my desk. And in my living room, I've got a 77 inch TV. So the TV on your desk is bigger than the TV in my living room. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm living this very privileged life. So when I say, Ooh, I, you know, I don't really see a use case for me. I mean, you know, that's because I've got all this other nice stuff too. Uh, mm-hmm. and I mean, like, cause if I didn't have a giant TV, having a giant TV on vision pro when I'm watching TV by, by myself would be an amazing luxury as it is. The funny thing is when I sit down with my vision pro on my couch, the, uh, you're the, sitting in front of your TV, aren't you? Yeah. Y- yes. And by the way, uh, uh, SG1 in 480p, not any better on vision pro. 
Yeah. No, I don't think it would be. And I haven't I haven't watched a 3D movie yet. So that brings me to my next point that despite my questing for a killer app, I when I tried uh it's it's called Apple uh, Encounter Dinosaurs. Yeah. And right. that, yep. It was freaking amazing i i i was definitely like there was a part of me that was nervous while i was watching this thing because you're suddenly immersed in a world where where it looks like there are literal dinosaurs around you right yes yeah it's very and and when uh the the so it starts off with the can can we give spoilers this is spoilers Hmm. there there, this, this, okay. So many things. So I call this an app short because it's about what five, seven minutes, Barry. I think it's so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, the purpose of it is to to really be like a, a demo showcase of mm-hmm. the 3D capabilities, right? Yes. And uh, it starts off with the butterfly that's flying around, and I swear to God, I held up my hand for that butterfly to land. Yep. And that's what they want you to do. And it it almost feels like it's on, on your finger. It's weird. Uh yeah, uh it didn't did it land for you? It didn't land for me. Yeah. Yeah, it, it actually landed on my like I kept my hand outstretched. Huh. Didn't do that for me. Dang it. But uh and then there's a dinosaur that starts reaching out towards you and, and that's when I was nervous. That was such a great experience. It was so cool and i wish there was much more of it uh, of the of the of the experience um it it was over far too quickly but that is a very cool thing and then uh as i was reading up and and watching uh, uh more of apple's support videos for the vision pro uh i saw that you can take spatial uh Video you can make special video videos on your iPhone that will then translate yes, to a more, to a to a to more or less a um, a three D experience on Vision Pro. That was super exciting. Can't wait. To yeah, do and I've, I was taking a bunch of those videos ahead of time in preparation, and it, it works well. It does give you more of a depth feeling. The challenge is, that, and I understand the way they had to use the lenses on the iPhone, so you can't change the zoom. Right. And it does require a fair amount of light for it to look pretty good. Um, most of the time I thought, oh, hey, this would be really cool to record someone playing music, but it's in a darkened area, so it didn't work really well. I did some street shots where I'm just literally walking down. I was down in Chinatown last night, and again, it looks good, but it's a little too dark to really grab, I think, the effect. Um, things that I've done in my apartment actually work pretty well. Hmm. But it's my apartment, so. Okay, that brings me to my next point. Uh, that is that I tried to, on the first night, I tried to, uh, to I was going to read with Vision Pro in bed. And so, like, have uh, an ebook in front of you, not not like put the goggles on and hold a literal book up in front of your face. No, that would actually be a miserable experience because uh, it real life is in low def. Oh, interesting. All it's, right, I'm going to sidetrack us for a it's second. It's not low def, but it's not high def. Mm. All right, 
I, I'm totally sidetracking that that thought because I want to know more about the uh, I'm immersed in my real world, which is being projected to me through cameras on the front of this thing. Right. So for Brian, it did not feel to you like uh, like you were seeing through the the glasses or the goggles. It felt like you were seeing a projection of something else. Now, as you're saying this, I'm realizing that I should hold, I should withdraw all these opinions uh, about, about seeing the real world because I didn't have uh, my, my prescription lenses yet. Ah, uh, okay. Then Barry, um, <laughs> question, same question to you and Brian, we will discuss this again after you have your prescription lenses to see if you feel any different. So yeah. Barry, how about you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the right way to describe it. It's nice that I can look at what's around me through the goggles. It's not as crisp and clear, obviously. It's impressive, and it gives me the ability to do multiple things, meaning as I'm setting it up, I'm getting two-factor codes, and I'm like, I'm not sure how to get this on... Oh, hang on. I can just look at my iPhone, do it there, and then type it in on, you know, virtually on the Vision Pro. Uh, that's kind of cool, because now I really feel like I'm interacting in almost two different planes of existence. Mm-hmm. Um, again, is it is it just new tech that's cool? Mm, probably. At some point, I'm going to be probably in one or the other. It's freaky in certain ways when you have these large screens up in Vision Pro, but you're looking through it as well. Uh, I've got my monitor here for my Mac. And then I could put the display in front of it and it basically blocks out so the screen itself isn't showing from the Mac. There's a way to mirror it, but that's not, I'm just talking about just pass through. Mm-hmm. And to then get up and move around and you see this huge screen as you move, it's locked into place. It so gives you're a walking sense. away from a floating screen. Right. And if I turn, say, 90 degrees, I almost look at it from its edge. And it's like, that's where my mind starts to mess with me going, whoa, this is like just a new floating thing in my room that I can use to display information. And and again, there's just something extra about how this can all ultimately start to change how we use computing. Oh, and, okay, my apologies. Astro decided to start talking at me. See, again, more bizarre tech I have. Um, so that, again, it, it gives this layering of virtual or augmented reality that I really enjoy. Um, and having those multiple displays up, I mean, I guess I'm a you know, screen junkie in that respect. So that that part I really enjoy. Is it something for reading and like what... Brian was saying in bed, I use uh, an RSS reader called Fiery Feeds, and that's my go-to-bed routine. I've got an iPad mini, and I scroll and read a bunch of articles, and, and then I go to bed. Um, how, how do you put a book, say, for instance, Accidental Intelligence by Brian Chaffin, mm-hmm. how would you put that Oh my God, that device? book. That People, would be the best I book to read. I love that book. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so Brian, well, I'm sorry. I missed the question was, how do I, yeah. How, how do you put books on it? Um, so I would, I don't know if there's Apple books on there. You can probably use it that way. Uh, I would think the Kindle app would work just fine. 
Because you can use any iPad app on the Vision Pro. And then when, when you are looking up, like say you lay down on a couch or in a bed, and you look up, you can either move the screen or you can, you know, you can tap and hold the digital crown and it'll recenter based upon your orientation. So it'll be directly above me in that case. And then I would just read and tap and scroll. Uh, and it, I, it works really well with Fiery Feeds. A fire, so Fiery Feeds is an app, not a device. Correct. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. thought I, I'm, I misunderstood. That's yeah. why I was asking how you got a book onto it. Ah, uh, gotcha. Right. Uh, okay. And the iPad Books app works on Vision Pro. I do find some some irony in the fact that Apple doesn't have have something like this as a native app yet. Yes, it's the same thing with Maps and certain other apps. And um, the books, the books app is it's just it it is just on your device. You don't have to download it. Are you sure it's not native? I'm looking at Apple's uh, knowledge base article. Read books and listen to audiobooks on Apple Vision Pro. The Books app is an iPad app that works with Apple okay. Vision Pro. Right. But, so it's in that weird folder of compatibility apps or what, I forget what they call it. But it doesn't sync where my where I am in my books. Mm, that's no problem. Good. At least not yet. And that is very disappointing because it otherwise all of my other Apple devices sync. So, you know, mm. you go to a page and then go to another device and open up, I open up books. You're going to get the, the same page and it, it has not been doing that for vision pro. That's so I don't know if this is a iCloud account. Yeah. And I noticed that a lot of my iCloud settings were set to off by default. And I don't know if that was a version 1.0 oh. thing. I did upgrade to 102, but I had manually changed everything to sync. So that was also confusing because I'm like, same point. I'm like, why is none of my iCloud stuff syncing? That, other than I think mail. Yeah, that, that, could, that could well be my issue. So yeah, I, the KB yeah. article says that uh, that it should be syncing across all your devices. Okay. All right. Well, that, that's... That that is, but the fact that it isn't for you, and you're someone who is very tech savvy. Okay, that's an issue. Uh, yeah, yes, that's true. But uh, I have been like trying to do all of the things. So, I mean, there's certainly a bit of user error. Well, I don't know. Should I should I actually have to go looking for that setting? That didn't seem very apt. Yeah. By the way, very yeah. There's a have you noticed that the uh, the 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 cable, the power cable connector, it's not very Apple-like, is it? No, it's odd the way it, you have to kind of force it on and then twist it. Yeah, it's, it's like, not MagSafe by any means. Yeah, why? I, I don't know. That was strange because it's like if the battery pack falls because the wires literally attach the battery, you can't remove it. So if I drop the battery. It's going to yank on my head yeah, pretty hard. I, I am, yeah, I am, yeah, that's true. That, that's true. Anyway, I, I found it to be a very un-Apple-like experience connecting the damn cable every single time. Yeah, since, since we know Barry can't stay with us much longer, um, before we have to wrap it all up, I want to ask both of you two fast questions. Is this comfortable to wear and for how long? And how do you feel about the battery life? Um, so I'll, I did change to the 
other band, I forget what it's called, the one that goes over the, the head as well as back. Your head. Yeah. Yeah. That significantly helped me. Um, so I've been wearing it for multiple hours at a time, and it's fine. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I'm well aware that it's there, but it's not so uncomfortable. Oh, got to get rid of this thing, right? It's, but the, the solo knit band that comes with it initially, it's okay. It's good for short um, times for me. Um, but I found the other one was much more uh, comfortable for longer terms. Uh, I don't know, Brian, if you tried both. Yes, I have the knit band. Once I tightened it up, it was great. Okay, maybe I need to do a little more tightening. As far as the battery goes, um, I've been plugged in almost the entire time. So I haven't had it be an issue yet. But I do, uh, the few times I haven't had it plugged in, I do kind of scan over the top and you can see the battery level. And it's not great, but we knew that coming in. So I guess the expectation was set to get two, two and a half, three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of see. I, like I said, I've got it plugged in most of the time. I've got one in uh, my work area here and one in the bedroom. So it's almost always charging. All right, so Barry, we know you have to go, and I've got some more things to say, so why don't we bid you adieu? Okay. Well, thank you so much, gentlemen. Great to be on with you, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for coming, man. Thanks for joining us, Barry. You rock. All right. Thanks. You guys do, too. Bye. All right. Okay, now we can really talk. Yeah, no, no, no. Man, glad that guy's gone. All right, so Brian, you haven't answered yet. What? Comfort and battery oh, uh, life. Comfort. Uh, I don't have any issues with the comfort, um, especially once I once I tighten it up on my head. Uh, it 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 actually feels pretty good. Uh, it is. You do know that it's there. I think Barry said the same thing, but mm-hmm. it, it hasn't been much of an issue. I don't know that I have the over the head, behind the head, um strap really dialed in but i do have the knit strap dialed in and it's fine okay okay is barry back with us no nope okay are you hearing those sounds oh yeah okay all right yeah i watched him poke his head back in back into the recording studio and then pop back out he's probably just having a hard time finding uh which door goes out to the exit that's that's probably true Okay, so another thing... You should thing, probably get those lights fixed. And, and the signs. The signs. Yeah, you know, that, could, that yeah. could well be what happened with Ainsley and uh, Sierra. Who? <laughs> Our interns. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we had interns? <laughs> no, we did. It was a, it was a whole thing. Uh, so, the when I... Uh, we went on a giant derail... But when I was lying in bed with my lights out, because I'm in bed, thing doesn't work. It's got to it's got to be able to see your hands to uh, to to do anything. And in fact, it just it it everything stops and is replaced by a message saying, "Dude, your your lighting environment your environment is not lit enough." It says it with correct grammar, but. <laughs> Oh, I just assumed that that was verbatim. No. Um, like it adapts to the user. Uh, no, right, right. That's that's understandable. But no, it it said it correctly, but uh, I don't remember the exact wording. And 
that to me seems like a like a like a miss because I would think that that's a time when you could use it when you're with your significant other when you're in bed and the other person's asleep. Maybe that's a that's like a version two thing when they can they can get cameras into this that handle low light conditions better. Well, okay, but we're talking about Apple where the iPhone has for a very long time been able to do face ID in no light because it's using infrared. Right. Uh, but don't forget the first um, iPhone, you couldn't even copy and paste. Uh, that, yeah, that's it true, was but, a horribly hobbled device. But we have multiple generations of iPhones that can do low light face ID. Multiple generations. So th- th- that is a surprising yeah, but that's more miss. of a, a stationary thing. And and I'm not trying to 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 give Apple an easy out here. I'm just wondering if if it's a technological limitation that they could not overcome for this version. But yeah, yeah it, you're right. This is something that it should be able to do. Uh yeah, I I I definitely thought so. Um and so I I don't I don't I'm I'm certainly not going to be trying to read with it in bed anymore. Yeah, um, you know the solution to that is uh, is uh, HomeKit compatible lights in the bedroom. So you put your thing on, you lay in bed, you do your reading, and then when you're done reading, you say, "Hey, S lady, turn off the bedroom lights." Uh, yes, but now you have to buy more stuff. You're welcome. <laughs> But that's not going to work if you have a partner. No, it's not. And and I'm and I gave you that that solution, uh, tongue in cheek, because of course that's that's not a reasonable fix for this problem. Right. It it, it again. It I felt like it was a surprising miss. But um, it, it, so, so you- to to that end, there have been other situations where. So I, I, when I'm sitting in my living room, I tend to have uh, – uh, I've got a light on behind me, but I don't want lights reflecting on my TV. So I tend to sit there not really in the dark, but not in very bright light. And there were a few times when uh, my Vision Pro was cranky about even that. Again, I felt like that was a surprising miss. Okay. So I would, I would love to have – a vision pro that I could test with here yeah. in my environment because I tend, okay. I replaced all of the lights that were in my place with, uh, with smart bulbs. Of course. And I rarely have my bulbs higher than 50% mm. because, because I don't like the, the harsh, bright light. I tend to wear sunglasses all the time outside unless it's like truly nighttime because I, I the, the light, hurts my eyes. Hmm. So I'm curious how Vision Pro in my place would handle my, I'll just assume lower than average lighting conditions for my dainty eyes. That, uh, yeah, that I, and I, I don't know. Have you considered getting a pair and to return them? Not that well, I'm suggesting you I need do that. to, I need to see, well, no, I haven't. Um, but that's because I need to first see how will they perform 
with my eyes after I've lied about my prescription. And <laughs> then if, if they, if they work okay, then I have to talk to my ophthalmologist about, about writing a prescription that I could actually use with vision pro yes, just so that I could spend $150 on lenses to see if, uh, if I even like the thing, you know, it, if someone wants to get one for me to try out, I'm totally cool with that. Oh, that's so um, nice of you. But I know. You are I so mean, it's generous. for science. Right. But actually dropping um for for me before taxes uh what, thirty seven hundred dollars or thirty six fifty? Yeah. Um that's a lot of money to spend just to do some some experiments in how it performs. That's why in I my said place. and then return them. Yeah, but I've already spent the hundred and fifty dollars on the lenses. Mm, I doubt true. you can return those. No, I don't. I can't imagine you can. All right. Uh, the other um, thing about these devices is I was not expecting them to have any immersive VR uh, adjacent uh, features. So like, I, I, well, so you, the 3d stuff is really good. It, it, the, so the, you know, you put these on and you are not, in, unless someone makes an app that can modify the overall Exp- uh, 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 experience to be all encompassing. These are never going to be like an Oculus. And okay, okay. I, I'm thinking that's probably intentional. Apple I, doesn't want this to be an Oculus. I, nor should they. Nor should they want it to be an Oculus. I didn't. I wasn't expect. If 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 I had known about the encounter dinosaurs, which by the way, I had to go like into. Uh, uh, page two of the apps to find. And I was like, oh, well, what's this? Because I didn't download it or anything, but it wasn't like, I don't know why the hell it's not on the first page of apps. And uh, uh, if I had known that it was there, I would have made a beeline for it. It took me a day to even find it. Can you even rearrange apps? Uh, I don't. I don't think I don't you know. can. I haven't tried it. Which, which to me is a horrible omission as well. Um, but if that's the case, that that would explain to me why it's on page two. Uh, that yeah, that that's that that's that's actually a really good point. Um, so the my my point is that they uh, they're doing something with the layer the layers of displays in this. Right, because because I I think that's how they're doing the 3D stuff is is there are there is depth to there are different layers for the display, and I didn't realize they were doing that, and I didn't realize they could do a 3D experience, and that is considering Apple's stance on. uh, uh, augmented reality. What, 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 what's the kit called? For uh, AR kit. AR kit, right? right. The, the, so, considering their stance on AR, which has been AR is what we're about. We're not about VR. I was really surprised at the uh, 
near VR-like experience that is available right out of the box. And I, I've watched a couple breakdown videos, and based on what I've seen, I don't think it's multiple uh, display layers. I think it's because they can they can display an image to each eye. And so they're setting up the, the parallax and depth through, uh, through having a separate image going into each eye. That's certainly possible. That's but, uh, that's but I'm, I am fully prepared for someone to, to correct me and say, no, 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 that's not how yeah, it works. Same. Same. I would, I would, I would, I would actually appreciate that. If you've got a, uh, a better understanding of how these work, please holler. Uh, another thing, by the way, is, you know, they come with, um, with this hard, hardish case for the, for the lenses to cover. Yeah. The cover that goes on the front. Yeah. And you better use those because otherwise your display is going to get scratched when you put it down. Yeah. Um, now for, for you as the user, Mm -hmm. I think ultimately wouldn't matter because of where the uh, cameras are on the front, but for everyone seeing you when it's doing the, uh, the weird and surprisingly ineffective, I can see your eyes thing. I I sent you that one of me, didn't I? Yeah. No, I didn't. I'm looking at her. I've seen the photo. Did you post it online? It was a video that uh, my friend. Oh yeah. You sent me the video. Did I? No, yeah. I, sent, I sent that to I sent that to our our chat with Barry. Yeah, well, I'm in the chat with it, Barry. Oh, right, fair enough. I, <laughs> but my point is, hi, that, I'm Jeff Gamut. I'm joining today for the first time. <laughs> I, I feel, I feel like that it actually doesn't look weird. I feel like it looks pretty good. Yours is actually the best I've seen. Mm. All right, I accept and, your apology. And I was surprised that that yours looked okay. Not because it's you, but because all the <laughs> others that I've seen, I, I look at them and I'm like, wow, Apple really missed the with that swing. Hmm. All right, that's fair. So yeah. So yours I look at and I'm like, yeah, that's that's okay. But it's the first one I've seen where I thought that looked okay. Okay, we're coming up on an hour, so I kind of feel like we should wrap up. Yeah, I think that's a good plan because uh, we can talk more. Maybe we can get Barry back to talk more about his experience after he's had more time to play with it too. Uh, indeed, maybe. And I'm, I'm sure we can arrange that. And uh, so despite my questing for the killer app, despite my nitpicks about some aspects of this, like, you know, not being able to use it in the dark in bed. That still seems crazy. These things are amazing. This is an amazing gen one device. Maybe, maybe it's even gen 0.5, but it is the things that it does. It does incredibly well. I love how some things will, you know, they're projected and, and they hang in space. I mm-hmm. love that. That's just so cool to me. And then, but other things can actually float with my vision, you know, so, you know, they, they, they stay in front of me wherever I'm looking. And 
you know, in a very typical Apple way, they there are some things that do that and some things that don't, and the and and it always seems to make sense. And it's really, really cool. All of the things that 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 this device does, I'm. But I feel like we need a killer app. Um, I think, th- well, yeah, we do need a killer app. But I think by saying we need a killer app, we're looking at it from a, a very narrow perspective. Uh, just like on the iPhone, what's the killer app? That's that's well, the the the, the killer the killer app on the iPhone is is having it all with you all the time. That that's the killer app. Yeah, I'm right. No, because it's not an app. That that's that's, that's a killer my feature of the device. With with this device, I think we actually do need to have apps that uh, that give users or purchasers a more tangible sense of usability for what for whatever the use case is. So I th- I think this is a case where we will see multiple killer apps. So maybe a better comparison would be what's the killer app on the Mac? Uh, that is uh, that's fair. I, I I I insist that I'm right about the iPhone. And bless your heart, you can go <laughs> ahead and insist you're right about the iPhone. Yeah. Go ahead. No, it's okay. It's I, I, I'm feeling generous today. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna let you slide on that one, e- even though we, we all know you're wrong, and and you can bask in that. No, That's no, okay. I, I, I'm I'm right that the killer app on the iPhone is having it all with you all the time, anywhere. That's still not an app. I know. That's the point, Mister Mostly Pedantic. No, but that's the that is my point. My point is that you, the, the, the killer app isn't necessary because the killer app is having it all with you. You do realize I've been just pushing your buttons for the past few minutes, right? No. Because, because you're right. The killer feature of the iPhone is that it's with you all the time. Still not an app, but um, yeah, the fact that you're that it's with you, that is the thing that ultimately makes the iPhone so valuable. Yeah. And uh th- this this the 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 Vision Pro doesn't have uh, other, other than the uh, so okay, I am going to extrapolate from Encounter Dinosaurs. I'm going to extrapolate mm-hmm. that the 3D movies are also going to be good, especially from what Barry said. That the 3D movies are probably really cool, and this might make 3D movies actually a thing. Um, maybe mm, I think in I solo. I don't think so, but I think that for people that enjoy the 3D movies, the experience they get on Vision Pro will be really good. Mm, okay, well, uh, we're gonna have to agree to disagree, and we're going to have to also agree to the fact that. There's currently no way to tell which of us is right because you haven't even used it. Correct. I cannot wait to uh, to see what my my experience is like on Wednesday. Yeah, same. 
same. I'm, I'm, I, although I think they're going to like slap you into size lens jail. <laughs> totally possible. <laughs> we'll see. Actually, hopefully they'll let you. I, yeah, you know, it'd be interesting. I could see them not letting you do it because Apple would be scared that your that your uh, that your experience would be tainted. So therefore, they won't let you have the experience. I could see that happening, but I can also see them like, well, okay, just know that you're you know you're going to have problems. Uh, yeah, I can see both happening, especially considering when I tried to to book an appointment. Um, the the first response I got was uh, to click a button to cancel the appointment. Right, right. So, um, do you do you have a is your optometrist going to you know <laughs> slide you a a uh, 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 a script? Well, the the first thing I'm going to do is see if I if I have a reasonable experience, you know, reasonably good experience with this, and uh, then I'll talk with my ophthalmologist. We'll see what happens. So I have a friend coming over, like any second now, and uh, I'm going to make her watch do an, an encounter dinosaurs, and I'm going to film her. Nice. I'm going to. Don't nice. know why she's doing it. So, um, so I am I am looking forward to seeing those results. I'm looking forward to hearing about those results. <sighs> Excellent. Okay, I think that we have successfully talked all over the place. What do you think? Top men, we're experts at this. We, we are. That was the perfect spot. This is this week's con- that was this this is the context machine. <laughs> uh, top man. Uh, if you have anything to comment on at a question, you can write us at context machine podcast at gmail.com. I got it out that time. Amazing. I am so proud of you. Yes, I'm so grown up. Our bandwidth is provided by Cashfly. The base is by Dr. Boom, recorded just for this show. And uh, that's that's it for this week, Jeff. Yeah, go us. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Barry, for joining us. Yes, thanks very much, Barry. But the, I think the real question is whether or not Barry would actually want to come back. Not, yeah. Fair, totally fair.